This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show and my buddy here, Tom Newman. How are you today? I am good, buddy. Uh, spring is. Well, I don't. Did we get a spring or did we skip that? We're we're recording this from Wisconsin, and I'm not. I'm not sure we had a uh, had a spring this year. It's almost like a skipping stone across the top of a lake. Just bing, bing, bing. Seems like the last couple of years we've gone right from seems like the end of winter right to summer. Yep, I know. I think we had uh, here just a couple of weeks ago a high of 40s, and then it was 90 or something. <laughs> yeah. And tornado watches and all kinds of good stuff. Right? Yeah, pretty uh, pretty wild weather, that's for sure. But uh, great topic this week, Tom. You know, I, I think there's this you know kind of thinking or idea that you know their retirement style plans have changed. And during today's show, I want to dig deeper into the significant income flaw that you could ultimately have to deal with. And it could affect your retirement dreams. If you have a 401k IRA, 403b, 457, if you're a retired federal employee, you may have a TSP or a thrift savings plan. And we want to talk about the steps you can take to reduce the risk that this might happen to you. And it's interesting the different ways that, you know, participants through, you know, old style pension plans compare their plans compared to today's participants. When they look at the 401k plans, it's in large part replaced those pension plans. People with pensions judged how good or bad their plan was based on the amount of retirement income it provided. Ask a person, how's your pension? The answer might be something like, oh, it's amazing. I get a check every month for the rest of my life for $2,200. Or they might say, ah, mine stinks. I only get $600 a month. The point isn't so much the dollar amount of the income, but instead that the pension was judged in terms of the lifelong income it could be counted on to provide for you and your family. Contrast this to the fact that the only way a person can judge the success of a 401k plan is based on the balance that he or she has on their plan statement. Ask a person, how's your 401k plan? And the answer might be great. My balance is $870,000. But ask how much lifelong retirement income their 401k balance might provide. And most people simply don't have a clue. The pension participants knew exactly how much retirement income they would receive each month for the rest of their lives. That was a big advantage, not only in terms of confidence, but also from a more practical standpoint of simply knowing how much you could spend each month after you retire and your paycheck stop. I remember an article I saw, it's got to be 10 years ago now, but they were, it was a pretty big study about what made people happy in retirement. And of course, I zoomed in on the, on the, you know, retirement section. And, and, you know, they had this question, financially, what makes you happiest in retirement? I thought, well, what, a, what a ridiculous question. People are going to say more money, right? If I have big balances, I'm happy. It wasn't those people that reported to be the happiest. 
It was the people with the most guaranteed monthly income. And at first, frankly, the, the answer baffled me a little bit. But when I thought about it, boy, it sure made a lot of sense. I mean, not that you'd want to do this, but you could blow through all your money, get your checking down all the way to zero each month, knowing on the first of the month some great guaranteed income was coming no matter what. And, and what stress and anxiety would that remove not having to worry about outliving your money? problem for most of us nowadays is we don't have that guaranteed income or those pension style plans. So we're hoping that these types of market corrections, high inflation environments, rising taxes, don't take too big of a bite out of our nest egg. So so we do have that income we need for life. And and I think that's a, a big, big difference. And it's something that, you know, we certainly want to think about and understand. And if you find yourself in a similar position, you know, I encourage you to get the answers you need. A good fiduciary, a well-rounded holistic financial advisor should be able to tell you how much income you can expect from your savings and how long that income will last. Here at our firm, we focus our financial advisory efforts really on retirement planning, and many of our clients have 401ks or similar retirement plans, and we want to make sure that they understand the income challenges that can accompany these plans. So we're going to discuss some of the income dilemmas of 401ks and plans like 401ks, but more importantly, we want to give you the three steps that participants of these plans can take to add more certainty to their retirement income. But I really want to make sure we spend some time on helping you derive a strategy that'll help ensure that you have the lifetime income you will need so you can succeed in your version of retirement. And I guess, Tom, a, a good spot to start is really defining what is this retirement income challenge that we're talking about? Well, 401ks, IRAs, or the various plans that, that you mentioned earlier uh, do have their advantages. They all come with one huge challenge. And it is that these plans are entirely do-it-yourself when it comes to turning the account balance into lifelong retirement income. So choosing how to invest and ultimately how to use the plan savings to provide future retirement income is entirely up to you. Compare this to an old style pension where virtually everything was done for the plan participant. And it's true that the participant didn't have any investment choices, but they also didn't have any responsibility. The single biggest benefit of an old style pension was that it provided the participant exactly what they needed once they retired, income. A consistent stream of reliable, dependable replacement paychecks that participants could count on receiving month after month until the day they died. And if you think about it, this, is, this isn't exactly easy. In fact, you know, to accomplish this, the, the, the pension plan sponsors turn to teams of investment specialists along with actuarius uh, who consistently monitored and crunched the numbers to make sure everything was on track. So you can trace this to a 401k participant, let's say one who did a great job investing that uh, she reaches retirement age with a large 401k balance. And that <coughs> might be great, but now she will face the biggest challenge of all. How does she turn this money into income? And more importantly, income that could last as long as she does. 
And it is this second part, the length of time the income must last, that is precisely what makes this all so difficult. She nor any of us can know precisely how long we are going to live. And too bad, because if she knew precisely how many more years she had left, deciding the proper amount of withdrawals she could take each year from her 401k would be much simpler. If she was certain she only had 10 more years to live and not a day longer, she could simply divide her savings by 10 to determine how much she can safely withdraw each year. And as long as she doesn't take more, she never needs to worry about running out of money. And since so few people truly ever know their expiration date, most end up constantly juggling a multitude of you know things that aren't going to provide them that 100% guarantee. So just keep that in mind. Running out of money while still alive is not one of those things that we want to deal with. Not a fun position. I got a challenge for you, Tom. Yeah. You got to say actuaries three times fast. <laughs> actuaries, actuaries. There you got it. I had to tease you a little bit. That's a tongue twister. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. But uh, so, so I want to talk a little bit, Tom, about, you know, there's just, I think a lot of folks, if you've uh, thought about retirement, you're in retirement, you read financial news, everyone's heard this concept of this 4% withdrawal rule. And, and let me break it down for you really simply. And it's kind of gained popularity in the last 30 or 40 years. But you, basically, it says if you take out 4% or less of your account, you'll have enough money to last your lifetime. And, and I think people facing this retirement income dilemma often receive advice from a broker that you know 4% is a safe annual withdrawal rate from their portfolio of stocks and bonds. And if your plan is to rely on similar advice, it might be important to define exactly what the so-called safe withdrawal rate actually means. It does not mean that by limiting annual withdrawals to 4%, you'll be guaranteed you won't run out of money. Instead, it merely suggests that the risk of exhausting your savings while still alive is minimized. In other words, by keeping the annual withdrawal rate to no more than 4%, maybe the odds are in your favor of your plan succeeding. Understand that this 4% safe withdrawal rate comes from some academic study or studies that may have shown that based on a certain set of assumptions in this plan, you might have a 95% chance or maybe even a 98% chance of succeeding. Success being defined as not running out of money while you're still alive. But on the flip side, even this, <clears throat> pardon me, if this were correct, it would mean there's still a 5% chance or maybe a 2% chance that the plan will fail. And what failure means here is something horrible. At some point in your life, you find yourself to be both old and broke. Not a good, Ouch. yeah, not a good combination. And and that wouldn't be comforting for any of us. Imagine, Tom. I don't know. Maybe you guys any summer vacations planned? Um, I'll be traveling a little bit. Flying, driving, flying. All right. So here's a scenario for All you. All right. Imagine you're sitting on an airplane. With the family, everybody's excited. You're waiting for takeoff, and you hear the pilot say, 
Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It should be a great flight today. I'm pleased to announce that our engines have recently been tested, and there's a 98% chance we'll make it all the way to our destination, with only a 2% chance of mid-air failure. When certain things are at risk, I think, you know, that type of odds is not great. I think anything less than 100% guarantee is just not good enough. In my mind, running out of money while still alive is one of those things. Some people, Tom, try to avoid this possibility by moving their savings out of the stock market into some type of safe type of financial instrument. But doing this just often trades one problem for another. Consider a person who's in a pursuit of safety and they try to live off interest earnings from uh, treasury bills, T-bills. That strategy might work great when those T-bills are returning 4 to 5%. But how good is it when they only provide, you know, a half a percent? Even a million-dollar portfolio would only provide about $5,000 of income annually. Certainly, the million-dollar balance is fully protected from loss, but now the real problem is most likely not having enough income. And when it comes to retirement, it's really important that you define the word safety, right? That's going to mean different things for different people. Here's my definition of safety. Financial vehicles that provide guarantees against loss due to market risk. What vehicles are those? CDs, savings accounts, certain fixed or fixed indexed annuity insurance products. While these financial vehicles will vary slightly with regard to liquidity and how they're taxed, they all protect against loss due to market risk. So you want to know the state of term and rates and interest of all of these, as well as any you know charges for early withdrawals or time commitments. But most importantly, it's important to define your version of safety and retirement. And because the do-it-yourself nature of the 401k style plans is easy to either be too aggressive when it comes to generating the income you need and increasing the risk of outliving your savings, or because you are too conservative and maybe not generating enough income to truly enjoy your retirement, it's precisely this dilemma that's behind the reason why so many people wish they had the old style pension plans where you knew exactly what you were getting each month and that it would be there forever. Instead, these do-it-yourself income challenges are presented to all of us in retirement. You know, for some of us, we want that security. We want to feel a more steady, reliable monthly check that shows up in the mailbox month after month, and that can be challenging with a 401k. But, Tom, the good news, good news is there's three steps for adding income certainty to your retirement. There definitely is. And, and while we can't magically turn your 401k or similar plan into an old style pension, there are these three steps that can add some certainty to your future retirement income. And the first step is to maximize your social security benefits. While you may not have a pension, you do have something that is much better, your social security benefits. Uh, better because Social Security provides one important thing that typical pensions don't provide, inflation fighting cost of living adjustments or increases. In fact, it was announced that a 5.9% cost of living increase started in 2020 for Social Security beneficiaries. And these COLA adjustments or cost of living adjustments make a great thing that much better. Social Security benefits are pretty much the exact opposite of an 
any 401k type retirement plan. There is no account balance to manage, and they provide a steady and consistent stream of monthly benefit checks that are guaranteed to last as long as you live. And with all of the uncertainty associated with the income provided by a 401k, it only makes sense to do everything you can to help maximize what you will receive from Social Security. In fact, an, a, a pretty famous economist has, has done the calculation showing the potential payoff you might get by taking the time to understand how to maximize your Social Security. You know, a typical example shows a single retiree collecting almost $132,000 more in lifetime income by optimizing benefits. And married couples could expect tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, more in benefits with the right collection strategy. And I think it's one of those areas that's maybe misunderstood, I guess is the right word. I think so many people say, well, I hit 62 or full retirement age. I just turned. They don't think about it as an asset and they don't take the time to really calculate what the potential benefit over is over their expected lifetime. And, and think about it. If we can maximize the amount of social security, if we can get you more social security that fills more of your income gap. That means we don't have to take as much out of your nest egg and your money lasts longer. So it's a really good scenario for you. Now, step two in solving this income dilemma is budgeting for your essential expenses in retirement. Advice you'll commonly hear as you approach retirement relates to the importance of having a budget. I know everybody's favorite word, right? Nobody wants to do a budget, right? Are we going to get together on Friday night, have some drinks, and let's work on our budgets, right? Uh, no thanks, pass, please. But no doubt a, a budget is really important for, for many, many reasons. You can't know how much income you're going to need unless you have a clear picture as to what your expenses are going to be in retirement. However, the budgeting advice we give to our clients uses a different approach when it comes to calculating expenses. We suggest that you start by envisioning a life that you want to live during retirement and then list all the associated expenses to maintain that lifestyle. But the next step is really key. When you look at your list, it's important to identify and distinguish between those must-have expense items as opposed to any of those items you would like to have. In other words, it's important to know which are the vital, vital expenses Excuse me for, for living, right? Things like food, clothing, health care, and other such things that make up those necessary living expenses. Once you know the minimum income you'll need to pay for your costs just for kind of staying alive and surviving, you would then subtract any sources of income that you know will be available that you can count on receiving. If you're fortunate enough to have a pension, as long as it guarantees lifelong income, subtract it from your total required expenses. Because Social Security provides guaranteed lifetime income, you can subtract your future benefit amount as well. And subtract additional income from any other sources as long as you're convinced you can count on it, you know, continuing regardless of future swings in the markets or the economy. The result of subtracting these secure sources of income from your must-have expenses will be to show you how much of a gap, if any, might exist between the total amount of income you must have each month, you know, versus the essential living expenses and the guaranteed income sources you might need to fill those that expense gap and really make sure that your income, especially the essential incomes, are guaranteed. 
Now, Tom, the third step, the third and final step for this week on, you know, really trying to solve this income dilemma is considering annuities to fill those income gaps for those essential or necessary expenses. And uh, annuities are contracts that, that you can purchase from an insurance company that, that basically can promise income payments to you either immediately or at some point in the future. They come in in a few different types and their primary objective as a tool is to provide retirement income in a very systematic and guaranteed way. As such, they can be used to add more certainty when it comes to knowing how much income you might have in the future to meet your essential expenses. And it is important for us to take a step back uh, and just talk about, you know, annuities. Annuities come in many different shapes and forms and, you know, not all are created equal. You definitely want to to explore the ones that are meeting your objectives uh, because there are a lot out there. So there are some that, you know, have different crediting interests. They have different uh, surrender charges. You know, annuity guarantees and protections are backed by the financial strength and claims of the insurer. So you want to look into them as well. And annuity products are not deposit, nor do they have any insurance by any bank or FDIC. So it's just important that you do your homework. And by taking these three steps, you know, you should mean that you have added more certainty when it comes to having the, the income that you'll need to pay your must-have expenses. If you like, you could then invest any remaining savings in stocks or other financial instruments. And this can provide greater opportunities for growth, even though the income produced will be less reliable. And even this income is less certain. When it is received, you should have more freedom to spend it on those would like to have things like travel or pursuing hobbies, gifts for the grandchildren or other things that can really just make retirement that much more enjoyable. And to your point, Tom, annuities aren't for everyone, but for, and a great part about retirement planning and your retirement ready roadmap, some people like having everything in the market. Some people like no risk. Most people like some balance of the two. Having a balanced bucketed approach really makes a difference. But for the clients that have taken this approach where we say, hey, let's guarantee your essential expenses. And then let's take the balance that we have left and let's try to keep up with inflation and get some good returns over time. Boy, they really tend to sleep well at night, and I think that's an important thing to think about in retirement. And with proper planning, you can not only remove a lot of the uncertainty you would otherwise face in the future, but you might be able to also make your retirement more secure and more fun. That's exactly what we attempt to do for the clients that we meet with every day, and I think you deserve that as well. So really make sure you reach out again. Work with a good fiduciary, a holistic financial planner that's addressing all five stops on the Retirement Ready Roadmap. So many financial advisors just focus on the investments. That's a very important part of your retirement plan, but it's not the retirement plan. Thank you for tuning in to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. 
Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.